I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, February 9th. A jury is deliberating the case in the retrial of Emmanuel Lopes, the man accused of killing a police sergeant and a bystander in Weymouth in 2018. A judge declared a mistrial in the case against Lopes after a jury was unable to reach a unanimous decision last summer after three weeks of testimony and days of deliberation. Lopes is facing charges in the death of Weymouth Police Sergeant Michael Chesna and 77-year-old Vera Adams. The prosecution and defense gave their closing arguments yesterday. If found guilty, he faces life in prison. His lawyer argued during the initial trial that Lopes has a history of mental illness, and that has caused him to act irrationally. If he's found not guilty by reason of insanity, he could be sent to a mental health facility. Lopes is accused of attacking 42-year-old Chesna with a rock while being being arrested for driving erratically and vandalizing a home. Prosecutors said that during a struggle with the sergeant, Lopes took Chestnut's gun and shot him eight times in the chest and head. Lopes is then accused of shooting Adams, who was nearby in her home's sunroom. During the course of the first trial, jurors were taken to the neighborhood in Weymouth where the fatal shootings occurred and instructed to examine the locations referenced throughout the trial. They included the Queen Anne's Gate Apartments in Weymouth, where Lopes is accused of taking his then-girlfriend's white BMW, the intersection of Main Street and Columbian Street, where he allegedly crashed into another vehicle where the shootings happened. Witnesses also described during the trial the moments their paths crossed with the driver of the white BMW on the morning of July 15th of 2018. Lopes' ex-girlfriend, Mary Cronin, testified during the trial talking about their tumultuous relationship plagued with concerns about his alleged infidelity and instability. At times, she said that she would buy him clothing, food, a cell phone, drive him to interviews and work, and let him sleep in the car. She confirmed earlier testimony that Lopes talked about conspiracies, such as people in the government were Martians, and that history was written wrong and needed to be rewritten. Starting around July of 2018, she said he was experiencing more and more symptoms and seemed to be getting worse. When they got back together in the summer of 2018, she said Lopes was upset when she told him that she slept with a former friend. That was the man who called Lopes hours before the shooting that claimed the lives of Chesna and Adams. Quincy Mayor Thomas Koch wants to buy a new ladder truck and two new engines for the Quincy Fire Department. Koch is asking the City Council to approve borrowing $5.2 million for the new fire apparatus. The request will be brought to the City Council on Monday night. Also on the agenda is a request to appropriate $600,000 from the City's Hotel Motel Tax Fund to open space and another $600,000 from the Hotel Motel Tax to the Quincy 400 Celebration Fund. City Council will meet Monday at 6.30 at City Hall. 91 high school seniors in Quincy will earn a one-year full tuition scholarship to Quincy College this year in the early college high school program. 
Quincy College President Richter Cristofaro will present the scholarships during a ceremony this morning at the Boston Marriott Hotel in Quincy. The students are taking part in the third year of the early college high school program that allows high school students at both Quincy and North Quincy high schools to take college courses while they're still in high school. The first-of-its-kind program in the region is designed to target high school students who may not be considering college education. It now serves 240 students in grades 10 through 12 at both high schools. The State Street Foundation has provided grant money for the program for the past two years. This morning's event will include breakout sessions between students, professional staff, and alumni of the program. A JetBlue plane clipped another JetBlue plane early yesterday at Logan Airport. The left winglets of JetBlue Flight 777 struck the right horizontal stabilizer of JetBlue Flight 551, an Airbus A321, at about 6.40 yesterday morning while on the de-icing pad at Logan, according to the FAA. JetBlue said one plane that was entering a de-icing pad came into contact with the other JetBlue aircraft that was on an adjacent de-icing pad. The wingtip of one plane made contact with the other plane's tail. Both planes sustained damage and were taken out of service. There were passengers and crew on board Flight 777, which was en route to Las Vegas, and Flight 551, which was bound for Orlando at the time of the incident. No injuries were reported, and both flights were delayed about five hours. The passengers were able to continue on to their destinations. Norfolk County Register of Deeds Bill O'Donnell reporting that Norfolk County recordings in January showed a slight increase in the total number of documents recorded, which also includes an increase in property sales compared to January of 2023. The slight increase in property sales may indicate some buyers have an optimistic outlook on mortgage interest rates. The Registry of Deeds recorded over 7,500 documents this past January, a 1% increase over January of last year, and a 6% decrease compared to December of last year. The total number of deeds recorded for January 24, which reflects both commercial and residential real estate sales and transfers, was 1,125, up 9% from January 2023, but down 9% from December. The average sale price of commercial and residential properties for this past January rose to just over a million dollars, a 19% increase compared to January 23, and an increase of 16% from December. Total dollar volume of commercial and residential sales is up, increasing 21% from last year, but down 12% from last month. For the month of January, lending activity overall showed the smallest decline in months, with a total of 957 mortgages recorded, down only 4% from January of last year, and 15% less than last month. Massachusetts is directing $50 million toward EV charging projects in the state with the goal of making it easier for residents to charge their electric vehicles. The money from the American Rescue Plan Act will go toward adding and improving EV charging stations, electrifying the state vehicle fleet, 
and helping Uber and Lyft drivers charge their cars. The Healy administration has pledged to put a million electric vehicles on the road by 2030. A report issued to the state legislature in August of last year found that there were 2,623 publicly accessible charging stations in Massachusetts, but far more will be needed to reach the state's goals. The biggest allocation, $12.5 million, will go to help EV owners in apartment buildings who can't charge their car at home. Another $9.5 million will go toward finding charging solutions for medium and heavy-duty vehicles like vans, buses, and trucks that make up only 3% of vehicles in the state but produce 20% of the emissions. And $8 million would fund the deployment of EV charging to communities that have the most Uber, Lyft, and taxi drivers with EVs. Other projects being funded include installing EV chargers at 60 state facilities and exploring vehicle-to-everything technology that would allow EV owners to use their car battery as a resource to reduce home energy costs or sell electricity to the grid. A check of business news this morning. Stocks are higher. The Dow is up 48 points. NASDAQ rose 37. The S&P added 2. Asian stocks also higher as Tokyo's benchmark momentarily touched a 34-year high while many regional markets were closed for the Lunar New Year holiday. The dollar rose. The euro is down. Oil at $76 a barrel. And Sports Bruins shut out the Canucks four to nothing. They will host Washington tomorrow at 3.30. Tonight, the Celtics host Washington at 7.30. Forecast from the National Weather Service today, partly cloudy and a high 49 degrees. Cloudy tonight, low of 29. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, a chance of a shower and a high 60 degrees. Partly cloudy on Sunday, the high of 50, and clouds and sun Monday, high 45. For the boater, waves 1 to 2 feet, wind out of the south at 5 to 10 knots, high tide 1029 a.m. Sunrise 648, sets at 5.08. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Friday, February 9th.